amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. Bella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing, nothing. We got you covered for college football, too. Every fantasy football. Friday, you could get what you need to hear. Mondays and Fridays, we're always here. Live on the air, you know it ain't fair. Because we spit it with crazy ill flair. Hip-hop flavor, crazy witty, extremely clever. You know it's gritty. Uh, it's talking sports. NFL is talking sports. College football is talking sports. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and Happy New Year 2018, feeling lean, mean, and green. Sports is on, and we are happy to bring it to you. The nation is freezing. It's pretty much cold everywhere, Ray. But last night, we were warmed up with some college football all day and a college football semifinals. Let's start with the later game, Ray. You called it Roll Tide. Tell me what you thought, 24-6, to 6, the dominance, the health, and it felt like an angry Bama team and Nick Saban that wanted to prove to everybody, not only do we deserve to be here, but we are still the team to beat, no matter what anyone says. And Vegas agreed with them. What did you think about that game, Ray? You know, it is who they were, who we thought they were. So, Two things came to mind. One is that, remember we had that preview show with George Reitzer in the beginning of the year, and I said, guys, the SEC is still, and all the Pac-12 and the Big 12 and the Big 10 and all this stuff, and I said, now I can honestly say, you know that Alabama is going to be a top four team every year. So then all you need is one other team from the pack or from the same conference from the SEC and you know that that they're basically going to be it's, it's it's an SEC battle. Um they're just unbelievable. Alabama's just really unbelievable. The other thing it tells you is the consistency, right? They're going for their fifth national championship in nine in nine years. That's crazy. They lost they lost so much talent on defense. They lost so much depth and yet they still shut down Clemson. And here's the other thing it tells you. How special Deshaun Watson is. Because at the end of the day, this Alabama team is not doing anything different than they've been doing. Yeah, the names change a little bit. But at the end of the day, this team's not doing anything majorly different than they've done the last three years. They basically said, we're going to shut down the run, and you're going to have to make plays. 
And yeah. Deshaun Watson made plays. And Kelly Bryant, as good as he is, and he's, he's a solid, solid quarterback, and he'll probably get better. And, and you know, but he's not, Deshaun, better he's not Deshaun. He's not Deshaun Watson. And, and really, to beat Alabama, you have to be special, and you have to make plays because three yards in a cloud of dust, they're not going to give up the run. It'll be very, very interesting to see if Georgia and Fromm, and they're, we'll get to that in a sec, but if their right. quarterback can overcome, <clears throat> freshman quarterback can overcome the fact that, you know, Alabama's intention is going to be to shut down uh, Chubb and Michelle. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, but you see the consistency in Alabama and, and how special uh, Clemson was the last couple of years with Deshaun Watson, how they went toe-to-toe with Alabama. Well, and let's give Damian Harris credit. He's great. Bo Scarborough, obviously, Ridley, Kane. You know, Alabama and, and Jalen Hurts, he doesn't get enough love, but they and that team could be beat. And from the earlier game, I think if Oklahoma's defense did enough, because Baker did what he had to do, Baker – not saying he's Deshaun Watson, but he might be the closest thing still remaining in college football. You need that dynamic quarterback to really beat Bama. Um, I don't know if, and we'll talk about that on Friday when we preview the championship, if someone like, you know, someone really like from the freshman could, could, could handle it. But I'll say this, but let's go to that game because Ray, I, I enjoyed the beginning, but I was waiting to see. And obviously they messed up with that squib kick and Lincoln Riley admitted to it, but it was a big mess up because it gave them that little bit of a momentum that say, we're only down by two scores, not three, make it 31 17. And, you know, they started off fast and, and Baker was hooting and hollering and dancing. And I, and the guy at the end was like, stay humble, you know, talking to him. And I think Baker does need to stay humble because I don't want him to get that Manziel thing going to the pros because he'll get eaten alive, but I think he's much better and different and a little bit bigger than Johnny. But I got to say, Baker Mayfield, the way that he manipulates the pocket, throws on the run, you know, makes with his eyes and pump fakes the safety over, he's more like a Breeze and Wilson than he is like a Manziel. And I think he's the best college quarterback I've seen, just like last year I thought Deshaun Watson was. And Baker Mayfield, besides his off-the-field stuff, would be my number one pick before you take Rosen and Allen and Darnold, all these inconsistent guys. He beats people week to week. But Georgia, give them the credit. Sony Mitchell, I, I don't know, is, is, he, is he a sophomore, junior, what year he is, but he's an NFL player. Nick Chubb is the man. And then um, DeAndre Swift, the freshman from Philly, eight yards of carry, so we'll see him the next two years tearing up uh, for Georgia. I think Kirby Smart is brilliant. He's done it in two years. And great win in overtime, 54-18, and Sony Mitchell just dominated, right? So everything you said is 100% on point. The one thing I will say, I don't like Baker Mayfield as much as you do at the next level, but there's no doubt that as a college quarterback, he's been great. He's been great for the game. He's been great for Oklahoma. And, yeah, you know, the problem is now people have microphones all the time. People have been saying, you know, stay humble and, and you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, I, I'm not mad at the kid for saying it. I, I don't think he did anything wrong. People want to try to, like, chastise him. I'm like, that's football. That's sport. I don't think Baker Mayfield did anything wrong. I don't think uh, the kid from uh, – um, you know, Georgia. the kid from Georgia did anything wrong. It's just people yeah. talking smack. You know what? Yeah, that's that's that, leave that stuff 
on the field, that sport, you know, do you and, and, and go on ahead with it. But I will say this, that this game will go down as one of the best role bowl games, one of the best, um, you know, college semifinals ever. It was pretty amazing to see these two, two teams go back and forth. And really, uh, if Oklahoma had won the game, no big deal. You'd say, oh, they're, they're a worthy, you know, championship team as well. So other than the glitch that they had against Auburn, Georgia, that is, um, this team has played really well. They've imposed their will on people, especially offensively running the ball. Uh, And that defense has been pretty good, although, you know, Baker Mayfield lit them up for 48. Uh, But we'll see. You know, much more impressive in the second half, the defense was much more impressive. Yeah, they were. Well, what about Marquise Hollywood Brown? You know, he might be able to stretch the field. Got 114 yards against, um, you know, against, I mean, well, against Georgia. That's right. I forgot he's Marquise is on Oklahoma. But I don't know if Georgia's receivers and Fromm are dynamic enough. And uh, But the question is, can they get the extra blocks? Can they get to the outside? Can Georgia's offensive line get Chubb and Sony Mitchell free? Um, Sonny Michelle free. That's the question. You know what I mean? Because those guys, they are some serious backs. Oh, man. Did you see Herschel Walker for well, the game? Herschel looks like he yeah. can still carry, right? 20 carries. <laughs> Herschel's still doing 2,500 sit-ups a day. Uh, I tell you what, this team is it, it, it's going to be interesting because it's strength on strength, right? Georgia's the best running team in the country, and Alabama's the best defensive team in the country. And the one thing they do is they stop the run. So I think they'll be able to stop the run or at least contain the run. So nobody's running for 200 yards against this Alabama team. So the question is, like we said before, the last couple of years, Deshaun Watson been able to make plays. Can Fromm do the same thing? Can he make plays? Because Jalen Hurts, Scarborough, uh, Ridley, all these guys on Alabama – you know you can pencil in Alabama. Even against this solid Georgia defense, they'll be – And Hurts made plays last year in the finals, right? He stepped up and made that yep. big drive to, to get the lead oh, back yeah. for Baylor. So he's got it's experience. Got to something. Yep. So yeah. So these guys are good for 25 at least. So, so you got to think that uh, Georgia's going to have to find a way to make plays outside the running game. No, it's going to be great. And, and we'll preview. Before we get to the NFL uh, – NFL, Let's uh, just quickly, um, disappointments or whatever. Obviously, Mississippi State took care of Louisville. Uh, I thought Notre Dame would take LSU down. They did. Were you disappointed in Michigan's performance or Auburn's performance? Um, I told you UCF could do something. I didn't think they would necessarily win it, but, boy, they played great. Do you think Auburn mailed it in? And what were your thoughts about South Carolina over Michigan? There's rumblings in Michigan. Could Harbaugh go to the coast? Oh, God. You know what? He needs to stay in Michigan, get himself a quarterback, and uh, fight it out with Urban Meyer for the next five years. That should be real interesting. But is Peters that guy? That's what he's hoping. Is Peters that guy? Not sure. Not sure. Yeah. Uh, Uh, But let me tell you this. What? Scott Frost needs to be given a lot of credit because there was 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 a time not two, three weeks ago or two, three games ago, I shouldn't say two, three weeks ago, a month and a half ago, where people were saying Alabama's the best team in the country, uh, sorry, uh, Auburn's the best team in the country. 
where yeah. they basically took Alabama and shut them down. They crushed Georgia. They took care of business. Now they now they ended up losing the rematch to Georgia in the SEC <clears throat> championship game. And now Scott Frost with his UCF team goes what fourteen and zero. And this is why you need to have the eight team playoff, and they should have been the number eight seed. This is it. This is the reason. I'm telling you, Ray. I'm still gotta okay let with four, but I field. hear you. You gotta I let them play, man. Another, the only thing is, it's another week, and it's another chance for these kids to be injured. Because what I fear is that you finally get to the national championship game, and you have a banged up, you know, number one versus number two, or whatever the the seeding is. You know what I mean? Because now, if this was a, if this was a, a, a playoff, they'd only been through one round. That means that next week they'd have to play round two, and the following week they'd have to play round three. And this is after Maybe, a twelve game schedule. Yeah, and I don't think they'd give up the conference championship money, exactly. but I think the they might give up money. the one game against Mercer or the one the you know game. Game. They might give that game up, even though it hurts the small schools. They might give that. Oh, give some love. To your boy calling uh, the Wisconsin win, I, I thought that they would do it. You and I thought that you know Miami would take care of business, but Wisconsin has been, and you know I've doubted them all season, but I finally believed in them because of Taylor and just the way Hornibeck, you know, I, I saw him play Hornibrook, the way he played towards the end of the season, I thought they would be able to handle Miami and, and good win for Wisconsin. They're looking like a program that I think next year they might wind up making the college football playoff. You know? Yeah, you know, you don't want to go out with consecutive losses like that. You're undefeated for the whole season, and then bang, bang, you lose to you, you lose to Ohio State, and then you lose again in the bowl game. So that's a good win. It's I don't want to say a season saving because they had a great season, but you know what? They're going to end up as a top four team, top five team. So that's a great, great year for them. Yeah, definitely for recruiting. Let's get to that, oh, man. We got to talk about it. Week 17 was fantastic. We'll talk about Pink Monday, also known as Black Monday. But the playoffs are set, Ray. Before we give everybody the seeds and talk about it, we'll make our picks on Friday. The Bills end the longest drought in North American sports leagues, right, since 1999. So that was huge. But what a dud the Ravens put up. Give me your thoughts. I don't know if you heard Bill's Mafia. We love them. They donated $22,000 to Andy Dalton's favorite charity. How awesome is that, man? <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> Whatever it takes. You know Wu-Tang for the children. As long as we uh, take care of the charity, it's and all Give the Bengals good. credit. Two weeks in a row, they play spoiler to the Lions and to the Ravens. And now Marvin Lewis, you said six coaches. You were right. We'll get to that in a second. But I thought seven or eight or maybe ten. It might be if the Titans lose and they get rid of uh, Malarkey. And then if Marvin Lewis, who was supposed to go, it would have been eight. What did you think about the Bengals and then the Bungles, them probably looking like he's going to stay another year or so? Marvin Lewis got to move on. It's either move on to a different organization or move on to a different role. If he thinks he's going to upstairs and office, that's fine. I don't think that will happen in Cincinnati, but you got to find someplace else where you can get your GM uh, groove on. He's always been a great defensive mind. He seems like a, a leader of men. He seems like a very calm, you know, collected management type. But you can't so, really so say know, the leader of men so much because his team has had so many self 
afflicting wounds in the playoffs where they hurt themselves because of, of discipline and the behavior. Well, you know, I mean, that's a very good point. The discipline on that team is embarrassing. It's embarrassing how he but didn't. But the problem is the owner too, Ray. Let's be honest. Mike Brown yeah. is cheap. So they're not paying for free agents. They lost the Wentworth to the Rams who helped them develop this year. And you've seen what, two or three different coordinators, Jackson, Gruden, and Zimmer leave there, right, to get head coaching jobs. And also two receivers, uh, Marvin Jones and Mohamed Sanu, who have gone to be great number twos in other places. So it's, a, it's an organization that's really broken from the top, you know. So let's get to the playoffs, and then we can talk more about these coaches. Ray, AFC, obviously it's, you know, one and two. It's the Patriots and Steelers. Jaguars get the three seed. They host the Bills. The four seed, the Chiefs, host the Titans. Let's start with the AFC. We'll get to the NFC in their playoffs. First brush and look, Shady's ankle is, you know, he's got a chance to play. He won't be 100%. How do you feel about the Jaguars and Chiefs? Do you think they'll be able to handle the Titans and Bills coming into their houses? Yeah, I think both games will be pretty easy, frankly. Uh, I I just think that if Shady McCoy is not at 100%, they really don't have a chance. Yeah. Uh, As much as you want to get on the Tyrod bandwagon. Yeah, I've been propping up Tyrod. You've been disrespecting him, I told you. The one thing I will say is Jacksonville doesn't really scare you, right? If you shut down Fournette, you know Bortles can still make mistakes. The Bills could win the game. You're right. That could be an upset. The turnovers. The the Bills could win the game. And, 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 look, Jacksonville's defense is what leads that team. But if they make a couple mistakes on offense, open up. Buffalo's pretty efficient. Buffalo doesn't turn the ball over. So you're going to have to beat Buffalo. Buffalo's not really going to beat themselves. No, that's a good point. It could be a 16-14 win. Tennessee, look, it really comes down to which Kansas City team is going to show up. And I have a feeling that at Arrowhead, the the team that was dominant mid-season is going to show up. They're going to make Mariota work. They're going to get him out of the pocket. They might force him to make a mistake. Um, their running game is good, but not really explosive. Tennessee, they don't really have you know tremendous playmakers on that team. I Derek like Henry's Tennessee's looking good ability. though. Henry looks he good, is, but he's he's more of a ground and pound type, right? He's not Tyreek Hill, and he's not uh, Kareem Hunt, right? Playmakers. These, these guys are are playmakers, and I think against Kansas City. I don't know that you're going to outgrind them. I don't know that you're going to – their defense And I don't good. know if their receivers are explosive enough. Decker, Corey Davis, uh, they've been inconsistent all year and not healthy. So I think that's a good point in terms of Mariota. And he's not 100%, so he's not going to kill you with the scrambling. He ran better. And then, of course, my favorite tight end, Delaney Walker, will be good. But the Chiefs should be able to take care of them. Let's go to the NFC. Obviously, Eagles are one, Vikings are two. The Eagles look terrible in a 6 nothing loss to the Cowboys. Um, you have the Rams hold on to the three, even though they gave up the game to the Niners, but who knew that the Buccaneers would take care of the Saints? So the Rams host Who knew that Jimmy Falcons. Garoppolo is an Jimmy G, 5-0. and 7-0 oh. in his career. How about that? You got to let your team. Listen, you the Niners, Niners are going to be a playoff team next year, Ray. I wonder if, knowing what you know now, would they get a second rounder for him? I wonder yeah. if the Patriots aren't sitting there like, really? We, we got but it was a battle that Belichick – listen, Belichick wanted to move on from Brady, but Kraft wouldn't have it. 
And so that's what happened. They traded him at the last minute to get something. And John Lynch just kept calling and kept calling. And he's the one that got it. It's, it's ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous. But the Rams are hosting the Falcons 3-6. And then the Saints, who swept the Panthers in the 4-5 game, are hosting them. And when you look at this NFC, Ray, and you start to really break down the quarterbacks, Foles, Keenum, you know, Ryan, Goff, Breeze, and, 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 and Cameron Jarrell Newton, a lot of people are saying, you know what, I'm going with the Saints. What do you think? First brush, how do you feel the Rams and Saints will hold up at home? Both of them could lose. Ooh. I think Carolina can go in to New Orleans and beat them. Um, I look at Alvin Kamara. Even the way Mark Cam Ingram. is playing right now, Cam is not looking good at all. He isn't, but you know what? Sometimes the very best thing to do is to go on the road, put your back That's up against true. the wall in a, in a, in a do-or-die situation, and try to get some – 2015 mojo. Okay. See if you can try to recall. Like, because if you think about it, the Saints are a new, they have a new identity this year, right? They yeah. run the ball. They got the 2,000 yard runners, the two Pro Bowl backs. But I wonder if they won't revert back to some of their old ways, especially if they go down, right? If, if Carolina can stop them a little bit, score, maybe Carolina's up 10 nothing. And then I wonder if Drew Brees is kind of like, all right, well, I need to carry this team. I need to make plays. And if that's the case, this set of skill players on the outside is not as good as he's had in the past. So I wonder if, you know, Carolina, if they play from ahead, can't get in their psyche a little bit. That's a good point. That Kamara kid, though, Ray, he is special. Look, if it wasn't for for, um, Kareem Hunt – he could be offensive rookie of the year. But Kareem Hunt, give him props. He led the league in rushing. Antonio Brown, missing two and a half weeks, leads the league in receiving. And Tom Brady leads the uh, NFL in passing yards. So I, I just think the Saints, ooh, it's going to be interesting. I'm more interested to see this Rams-Falcons game because I believe the Rams, I think they could go on a run. Now the Falcons have the talent to go in there and beat them. But – I don't know, man. This Ram team, the Falcons offense hasn't looked right all season. I don't just see all of a sudden it's going to turn it around. And I think Aaron Donald is special that he can disrupt. And we know how Matt Ryan is happy feet if he gets rushed up the middle. So it should be fascinating. We'll, we'll preview it on, on Friday. Let's talk about these coaches. Obviously the biggest news, Ray, is the Raiders. And then it's Bruce Arians stepping down. But the Raiders, you know, the way they did Del Rio – it was actually sad. He's getting going up to the podium and he's got to, you know, kind of just announce it himself that he, he basically was just told by the owner, like, thanks for your services, homeboy. We don't need you no more. But, you know, the playoff game is on Saturday on ESPN. And then it all reports are saying it's going to be John Gruden. What are your thoughts? Clearly out of the six teams, the Raiders seem to be the only one that have got their guy. Do you think John Gruden, the time is now. I mean, I told you and our friend Hank that he was coming back but I didn't know it would be the Raiders. I thought maybe the Tampa or the Giants. Do you think this is the right place? He might get some ownership. And does he have the right toys? Because I feel like it's perfect. So, you know, he's a quarterback guy, obviously. So it, it really must be the case that he loves Derek Carr. Because I wouldn't come back in this day and age where – quarterback is the single most important position, maybe starting pitcher in the playoffs in baseball, but it's the single most important position in all the sports. 
goalie in hockey, maybe in a one-game playoff. But ultimately, he must think that Derek Carr is the man and can carry that team. And he's a quarterback guy. So if anybody yeah. knows quarterbacks, it's John Gruden. So to get an line. I don't see why why he wouldn't think that. I think it's you know I think it's a good place to go. Their offensive line is their offensive line is great. They just need to stay healthy. And they need to just put well, it, it together so like they were this doing. Year. It wasn't so no, great. No, not this year, but last yeah. year they were they were fantastic. They need to get a solid running game. They kind of have been playing that by committee situation. I don't know what Marshawn Lynch's deal is, but I think you got to come back for one more from. year. One more year, I can okay. See. But you might have to move on from him and, and find yourself an Alvin Kamara. Uh, uh, easier said than done. But, yeah, I think that's a great hire, actually. I think John Gruden, Chucky, he knows the, the deal. He's been there before. But how funny is that going to be when you look back in history that the guy with a Raider coach was traded. What was the <laughs> coach was traded? Was traded to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Traded by the father. <laughs> in Tampa Bay, beating Oakland. Yep. And the Barrett Robbins goes down to uh, to Mexico Super Bowl where Jerry Rice is playing for the uh Jerry Rice and Tim Brown are playing for the Raiders. Yeah. So that was just a crazy time right there. You can't and write John it. John Gruden's right in the middle of it. It's amazing. It really is. Um First thought, what do you think about the Cardinals? Bruce Arians stepping down. He's been coaching since 1975. God bless him. God bless his wife for being with him all through it. Um, What do you think the Cardinals would do? You know what? More importantly than the head coach, I mean, head coach. They need to get a quarterback. They got to figure out what their quarterback situation is. You hope David Johnson comes back healthy. You may get a year or two out of Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, but between you got some decent talent there. You just need you just need a quarterback. And for years, you know, you rode Carson Palmer longer than I thought that car could be ridden. Right? It's like that car that had hundred thousand yeah. miles. It's, He's probably going to retire after another two hundred thousand. Yeah, it, it's time to move on. So we'll see. I mean, I think Arizona now has become a much better, more attractive, uh, you know, job than it was ten years ago. So right, there's stability and ownership in the GM. Steve Klein is, Klein is a really good GM. Michael Bilwell is a solid owner. They have a good defense. You're right. And, and, and like you said, David Johnson being healthy is just now really the quarterback. They probably need to get another receiver, even if Larry stays. Um, I think what's interesting is that Tampa, the Jets, the Cowboys, Jason Garrett, and the Packers, they just gave Mike McCarthy a one-year extension. What do you think about in terms of the best job? Do you think it's maybe, obviously, the Raiders' job is taken, but what about the remaining? Is it the Cardinals? Is it the Lions, the Bears with a young quarterback and young defense? Or is it the Lions with Stafford or the Colts with a question mark with their franchise quarterback coming back? Which one of those do you think is the best remaining? I might even go with Detroit myself. They just need a running back. True. I, I just have a problem with Matthew Stafford. I don't think he's a winner. I don't think Matthew Stafford's going to win a, a championship in his career. So I think he put up stats in the beginning of his career. Now, last couple of years, he was all about winning. But I don't know. Something seems to be missing from that combination of Stafford. So was Caldwell unjustly Detroit. fired? Could you argue that on Caldwell was unjustly fired? Because, I mean, the guy has made the playoffs 
what, two out of the four seasons he was there, right? Yeah, but you got to think to yourself also, this is a NFC North that they should be more competitive in. Um, look, Matt Stafford, it, it, they don't have a, a running game, right? When you have Amir Abdullah and your boy Theo Riddick, that's not enough. That's not enough. I mean, you figure Jones and Tate. But isn't that Bob Quinn the GM? Isn't that the GM yes, and not exactly, No, that's exactly right. But Caldwell is one of these guys that I think he's best as an OC? Like taking over for Tony Junji type of thing. Like where, 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 where the, the ground rules are set and you just maintain. Like Barry Switzer did, right? Which so maybe he, maybe, <laughs> maybe he goes to Cincinnati? Maybe he goes and replaces Marvin? Maybe. Maybe. But I think that the problem is he doesn't get out there and inspire men to do – you know, outstanding things. I think he's a really solid guy, football guy, knows his stuff, but he doesn't seem to me the guy that, that can really turn something around or, or get the most out of, you know, out of his talent. So I, yeah. I don't mind the fact, look, I never want to see anybody get, you know, get fired, especially a guy, you know, eminently qualified like Caldwell. But, but I think Detroit needs a change. Because Matt Stafford is in the prime, if not the starting the decline of his career. They already came and, and uh, you know came and went through the Calvin Johnson era. So yeah. you have maybe two, three more years of Matt Stafford's prime or close to it. You better make the playoffs and, and go for it. Because Green Bay is going to come back, right? Aaron Rodgers is going to be healthy. Minnesota looks like they're here to stay if they can get Dalvin Cook and and figure out their quarterback. Oh, Minnesota is not going anywhere. Or if it's Bridgewater. Their D is solid, so that's a, that became a, and, and if Chicago Bears are, are, are any good and Mitchell Trubisky turns out to be pretty decent, that NFC North just became a, a really tough division. No, I totally agree. Listen, the Giants have still got to figure out what they're doing with their coach and quarterback. Either way, Ray and Tay will be here to talk about it, and we'll keep you covered. Friday, we've got to do our uh, NFL picks. You know, either we'll be back Monday or Tuesday next week to do the championship by itself, or we'll preview it Friday. We'll let you know. Obviously, Ray Isaiah Thomas plays tomorrow, Celtics, Cavs. Which is funny. He plays tomorrow, but he doesn't play Wednesday against the Celtics. He plays against the Trailblazers. Oh, I thought he was coming back against the Celtics Wednesday. On the no, he's coming back tonight. I think he's oh, coming back tonight, tonight against the Blazers. Trailblazers. Not play tomorrow. Not tomorrow okay. against the Celtics. That that works for me too. I think it might be too much pressure, and he could hurt himself playing against the Celtics. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> you might try to have that but, out of body experience. Yeah, and obviously Arizona beat Arizona State. Villanova lost, so college basketball. So we'll, we'll, that we'll big get man there. down there. Alonzo Trier is nice, but that big man in Arizona, I tell you what, man. I know. Look out. Arizona's Arizona's a top ten team. Top five. Oh, definitely. Definitely, definitely. So anyway, enjoy the sports week. A lot went on. Happy hope you guys had a safe and and good happy new year. And everybody stay warm. A lot of people you know, I heard about the fires and families dying in the Bronx. Somebody died up in Flagstaff over here, family carbon dioxide with the heat and I mean, it's just so cold. They said over 200 million of the nation are, are you know, are in freezing temperatures the last day or day, last two days. So it's, uh, you know, get your blanket on. <laughs> so, yes, anyway, sure. we'll, we'll catch you on Friday. Have a great sports week.
See ya. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.